Gonna Go Pizza presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Well, how are we all handling it so far? Great. <laughs> We're all doing great. I just saw a, Why do you uh, ask, Adam? I just saw a tweet from Sportsnet 590, the fan, our alma mater. Yeah. That uh, basically... Well, you we graduated from Sportsnet 590 The Fan, right? So we're, uh, I haven't. They can hire to, me if they want. Went to the University of Sportsnet 590 The Fan. I oh. think I think we dropped out. Well, of you that. you did. You dropped out. Okay, you were just Kay. throwing around jobs now. You also you interned there, so you did graduate from there. Yeah, but I'm still at work here, man. I'm not trying to. Well, you're not trying to leave. Uh, that ain't a problem. You can, you I'm, can, not, I'm not trying to. You can graduate a university and still work at it. You know that. All right. All right. So how about we just relax on the... the, First of all... I was just trying to warmly refer to the radio station we're associated with. Let's get this right. We were on it overnight. Then we got kicked off of it. Second, you guys had a show for like three minutes, and then you got kicked (laughs) off of it. Actually, six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I had a show for three minutes. He had a show (laughs) for six hours. (laughs) (laughs) So, we dropped out. Okay. All right. All right, fine. Whatever. I might have been expelled. The point is... No, 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 I think that's the important I just... Yeah, no, it's definitely not the tweet I'm about to bring up. Oh, yeah. Um, Doug McClay was on Brady and Price this morning, and and he said... He said... uh, They asked him, you know, do you think Austin Matthews will get 100 points this year? And Doug McClain goes, I'm sorry, guys. That's a bare minimum. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Get her, Doug. Which... Tell him, Doug. Man, Doug, I want you to be right, but Austin Matthews is currently shooting 50%. And if we don't think that that will regress just a little bit... Listen. There have been 13 Leaf goals this year. Nine of them have come from Tavares and Matthews. Whoa, where where did you hear that? Might be your video this morning. Yeah, I was. And it might have been the broadcast last night? Nope. (laughs) Just my video. Where did you get it? Did you see Counting. There? No, I don't think you did. I got it from counting. <laughs> I don't think you did. I did. <laughs> I went through and I went, watch with me for my 7, 8, 9, 10, no, 11, 12, 13. Did. did you actually? Yes. No. They okay. said it on the broadcast last night. I counted. You know. You I'm watched, the only one who can count. You watched the game? Yeah. Imagine if a stat was available to more than one person. I'm glad that Steve is the stat disseminator. I don't know how. (laughs) Guys, I'm really smart. How else could you? What's your your mathematical formula for counting those out? Uh, How do you do it? Oh, fingers. Pretty much. (laughs) Steve. uh, Fingers. Do you ever, sometimes when I count, I like, I bite down. You you ever go, one, two, three. (laughs) I just clench my jaw normally when I'm doing math because it makes me so uncomfortable. Since you're so good at math. Yes. How, what percentage of your LFRs is stolen material? Oh, 120. (laughs) 120. Carlos Mencia of hockey, right here. That's yep. a good reference. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, he used to have a show, and it was sort of funny. Yeah, and then come on, man. Joke stealer. Just get it. <laughs> yeah, he was a dirty, dirty thief. He yeah. got screwed at. Was it really bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He ripped off, like, whole bits out of other comedians. Entire Ooh, bits. that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well... Yeah, I guess you're a dummy. And Doug McLean talked about all that. And Doug McLean hit all that. But it, listen, I am very show. excited, and I thought yesterday's game was literally like jump ball. Like you just, it was, it was just, just throw it up in the air. We'll see which side it ends on. And uh, no, no goaltending, no defense on well, either side. And you know, we're learning a lot of early season lessons. For example, never tweet. Just yeah, never tweet. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna raise Wait, my what? hand. What happened with the never tweet? I'm gonna oh. raise my hand, and I'm gonna say that I, I. I should have put the Twitter down on Saturday. I burned myself already. I said, and I still believe this, that the Leafs sort of got what they deserved against the Senators. I 
believe that they should walk in and steamroll the senators every time. Yep. And people were like, well, their Corsi was 65% for and they're and they uh, outchanced them in high danger scoring whatever and I'm like yeah 100% all that's true the fact of the matter is they didn't win they lost and and I find that I was so frustrated on Saturday night now was I completely correct in my tweet the numbers state that the Leafs actually outplayed the Senators good you should but the I the Leafs did what they're supposed to do except for the winning part right yeah which I care a little bit more about I like, yeah at, at the end of the day. Like, okay, I'm encouraged by their performance, I suppose, but... Shouldn't they have a 65% Corsi yeah. against the Senators like, who at suck? Least, at like, least. That, that's let, bare minimum. Let Sens fans enjoy this. Yeah. They've true. had their nose rubbed in it all summer, yeah. and now they get a chance to do it back. Wait, so Twitter was upset at you for saying that the Leafs well, deserved no, to Well, no, I think they, they weren't upset. They just sort of disagreed. They, I said the Leafs got what they deserved. They were outplayed. And people said, well, actually, Freddie could have made a save or two. And I'm like, is Freddie not a player? Is, can he yeah. not get outplayed? I'm 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 pretty sure he's he on the team. By Craig Anderson, he did get and he outplayed. outplayed Carey Price the night before. 100. percent And that this is what happens. It's three games in, and I was so grumpy. So last night, I'm watching. I, I decide. Oh, I first had a bad off, one last night. First off, last night I decide. You know what? I'm not going to tweet during this game. Mm. Just not going to do it. And so I'm watching the game, and it's going back and forth. And after the first, after like the first part of the first period, I first of all they look like crap. They're down two nothing. Like it, they came out dead. On their skates, they were horrible. They were outshot eleven to three before they scored their first goal. And thankfully, uh, I think was it shots four and six. It was Kapanen Matthews. Uh, yes. Um, who um who was on the outlet pass to Kapanen? That was Matthews. That was, Matthews. That was the yeah the football yeah. Oh the football yeah. pass. Oh my god! Uh, but before we get into that, I finally I finally realized like at at the end of the second period, I was like, or no, end of the first period that's tied two two. I'm like, you know what? This is fun. Like. Like I, I was I I, list, I I read my own tweet back from the night before and I said you know what, it's the it's the third game yeah but also this is sort of fun right they the, are the, gonna the, are they gonna be are they gonna be wheeling and dealing and being crazy uh, and a tire fire on defense yeah they are the but, Capitals and Penguins had a seven six overtime game but if I'm a well, coach I'm upset sure but if I'm a fan okay. which I am I'm sitting there thinking like remember that two and a half three years ago. We were talking about William Nylander and nobody else that was going to stick Put around. Seven one, and yeah, exactly. And I think sometimes or I just one. you forget a little bit that that this is actually supposed to be fun. And I was I was thinking like, why did I have more fun in the William Nylander rebuilding here when it was just him uh, than I'm having right now? And Six I think that's ridiculous. Where we're in a completely different scenario. I I now that I actually think the Leafs can do something, mm-hmm. like it was cautious optimism. Followed by just plain old optimism, followed by expectating, expectation, expecting them to win, expecting them to contend, expecting them to destroy teams. And they haven't even won a three-period game yet. Yeah. In now three they games. Will. Who they cares? Will. Yes, they, of course they will. And I think the key is just take a step back for all of us and just relax. And, well, that's, and I say that with myself first on the list. Relax. It, enjoy this. My bad tweet was this period team period is period awful period <laughs> or looks awful because after seven periods or whatever they look terrible they were getting outshot 11 to 3 and people don't i mean it's twitter i don't expect you to fact check anything but no one's reading the timestamp on it like, what are you talking about they won i tweeted that when it was two nothing check check the thing but it was leafs fans going 
oh, you're getting too down on the team. Shut up. It's too early. Fuck. And like, <laughs> just get it all in my face. It was uh, fans of other teams, just Habs fans going, I'm here also. Islanders we fans beat the going, Penguins once. I'm here also. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, what did I do to hurt you? But the Leafs are the bad guys again. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is a and good we gotta thing. get used to that. We're not cute and cuddly. And, and somebody, I forget, and I forgive me if you tweeted this. My bad. I, I didn't. I didn't save it this morning. But Sorry. one tweet really turned it around for me. Actually, no, I got it. I got it. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. Um, and it was. I think it was something that that's Cappy retweeted. But it was basically like, imagine you had sent yourself this game sheet in 2015, and it was basically two players. It was Matthews and Tavares. Uh. Tavares. Uh, with the you know with the hat trick and then Matthews with the game winning goal, uh, or not game winning goal or, or sorry had X amount of points it, or whatever it was. Well, he's got eight points. In eight three points. Games. That's what it was, I think. Yeah. And like, imagine you could send yourself this from 2015, and that for for me it was like perspective, man. Yeah. Perspective. We're not talking now, enough about the three games that Riley's had. He's been on the ice for a couple, but six points, second team scoring, second in the league behind Matthews. Is he? Yeah. He's, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Matthews at eight, and then two guys at six. Oh my god! Is Tavares not up there too? Tavares probably had, would have. Uh, I don't have to guess. He's got like five goals. I don't think goals. he has an assist yet. <laughs> yeah, he's had four goals. Whoa! Unreal. Now, I have to. I, I want to give credit where credit's due. Former member of my fan, my hockey fantasy team, for some inexplicable reason, is Martin Marinson because we autographed <laughs> it and I ended up with him. Um, it goes. By the way, Matthews, Taves, Kane, Riley. That's hilarious because of last night. Weird. Yeah. yeah well, um, there's like. Every team has played two or three games, so weirdly, it's the players from the high-scoring games. Yeah, TJ Oshie's also up. There. <clears throat> um, I thought the Dermot Morinson pair was awesome. They were. I thought they were amazing. I like them. I did. Uh, I did oh, too. Marinson, I mean, not Morinson. Dermot, a centimeter, millimeter away from stopping the third goal. And had he not, and, and uh, on the uh, was it the fifth goal where he gave it away behind the net? And then Chicago took possession and then scored. Oh, I can't remember. And I was thinking, oh, that like that happens, right? You wear the goat horn sometimes, especially when you're a defenseman. Uh, but man, his what I love about his game is he does the Jake Gardner when they're coming across the Leaf blue line into the Leaf zone. Um, he swings in with his whole like his ass first oh, yeah. with a stick flying all over the place. And denies those entries, or at least stops them up. And there was one, actually, there was one, somebody made it into a gift this morning where um, he he got it and then passed it back to Marinchin. Now, Marinchin uh, fanned on his pass out of the zone, but the idea is still there. Dermot now has a partner that can make a defensive zone exit on his own. In Marinchin? What about Ojeganov? I mean, Oj had one good game and one bad game. I, I, I looked at the second game, though, and I thought... I think he had a bad highlight reel. Uh, I don't think the second game was good. It wasn't man. good, but he the fact. I mean, that not he that Shabbat. I'm not talking about just Shabbat that where was he so bad. where he walked him pretty bad and and yeah. uh, left his pants in the other zone. I think, but it, it, Ojeganov. I think it's going to take some time. I'm giving him more time, but I, I have to tell you, if if Marincin comes in and plays like he did, he did, and Dermot plays like he does, it will not be long before Hainsey is not playing with Riley. It's not going to be long, and then it, if Ojeganov doesn't play better than what he did against Ottawa, he will also not be, he just won't have a chance. 
because there's there, Justin Hall is also waiting in the wings, right? Martin Marincin had a good game. If you if you're steady enough, Mike Babcock does make adjustments, and we saw it last night. Uh, a big one, Kasperi Kapanen and Tyler Ennis traded spots. Yeah, I, and that's a big one. I didn't want to uh, ask for that in like a video or on Twitter or anything, but like Tyler Ennis, for as hard as he's worked and as feisty as he's looked, you got him to be a depth player. Get him off the first line. Like, give someone who was there last season, who's been here a while, give them yeah. the, the shot. Ty should go to the veteran on the team in terms of games played. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. you're more of a veteran of the Leafs if you're Kasperi Kapanen. But it's also a situation that nobody <clears throat> expected us to be in. No, no. No, Nylander but... Is, like, Nylander should be here on the team. And they would think, I would think they slot Ennis in where Josh Levo is supposed to be. I think so, too. And Levo, after a good first game, has looked a little rough. Well, and that was another one where I kind of think, like, uh, Josh Levo, I'm I'm starting to understand a little bit maybe why he hasn't been playing all the time. Well, and again, that might not be his. so many people rip on Connor Brown, but there was at least a couple plays last night where it's like, like, this is that line in a nutshell. It's uh, Kadri in the neutral zone, mm -hmm. Levo waiting at the offensive blue line, for Connor Brown at the defensive blue line to feed him the puck somehow. Like, Connor Brown had to babysit that team last night. They could have given up seven or eight. That's literally his 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 life with the Leafs. This is his life. He's a babysitter. And he was a sophomore last He's year. A good Why player. do people rip Connor Brown? Because they need ripping? someone. Yeah. What, are, what, are, what they, specifically are they ripping? They're ripping him, him not on. not scoring 50 goals. Like, no, well, it's, it's, on, it's possession numbers and, and things like that. He hasn't been that bad. No, he hasn't. But the, the thing was is that people forget he was on the most sheltered offensive zone line last year for a reason. They got 75% of their starts or something in the offensive zone with Bozak and James Van Riemsdyk. And the reason for that is because neither of those guys are particularly trustworthy. He babysat so have, those veterans. So he's babysat yeah. them, and now he's babysitting the, the Kadri levo thing. And I think... The, the shutdown line, I, maybe? Uh, I keep, JVR, who's out for four weeks? Five to six. Five to six? Yeah, there's uh, some... Actually, six, I've got a whole yeah. list of... Um, a whole list of uh, uh, injuries that are There's surprising. There's no day-to-day -day injuries, are there? No. No. These are all like, yeah. over a month. Yeah. Um, Crazy. No, but the, 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 I think the interesting thing is, like, if Andreas Janssen had, has, had come into camp strong and had played strong, which he hasn't. He's been poor. Um, yeah. If he had, he would be playing on the third line instead of Levo right now. I think you might be right. Yep. And I think it would be Ennis, Lindholm, Levo. I Although I don't know if you, if Mike Babcock really likes that. I'm not sure how strong defensively Ennis is, but. Uh, I think that's supposed to be his role. Is he? Uh, yeah. He's, he's sort of a, he, no, he's dependable. Anyway, it's not a liability. It was, it goes back to, going back to my original point. For everybody that says Mike Babcock is too stubborn, and I would agree with you, sometimes he is. Sometimes he's stubborn to a fault, and sometimes that works, sometimes not. He made the adjustment in the middle of the, of the first period, right? And yeah. all of a sudden, bang, two goals go in. And I think it's it's great to see that instantaneous, um, uh, like, yeah, see, we told you it would work. That's not going to happen every game. But I really do hope a guy with Kasperi Kapan and speed gets to play with Matthews uh, regularly from now on. Because I do think mm. that, it, you know, you can put... Um, you have Marla, who's who's a very fast skater. You've got Kapanen, who's a fast skater. Matthews is a great skater, but he's not that fast. That's terrifying. And it makes Kasperi Kapanen that much more dangerous because, you know, him on his own, he may not be a play driver in the same way that, say, Mitch Marner can. But you make, you're accentuating 
what makes Kasperi Kapanen a great hockey player when you play him with Matthews and Marlowe? You, you know, when things aren't working, just, eh, Hail Mary pass it every now and then, and it might work. Yeah. When does when does this stop? Do Leafs get 10 points clear of a playoff spot mid-December, and then Babcock switches to all defense all the time, like last year? Oh, I don't, I don't think they can. If they, stop? if they earn it, he'll treat them that way. Last year, they earned it. Right? Remember they started this <laughs> Babcock, yeah, it's funny, but it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the Leafs so far, eh, fun, but dumb. Like, a, it's three games. I'm like, okay, by game 25, this is all going to stop. Yeah. And the game's going to be 2-1 again. Yeah, it does it, feel a lot like last last yeah, year. I felt the exact same way watching these first three games. Yeah. Everyone's got their own theories, and this is the way the NHL is going, uh-huh. and you know, is is it the goalie equipment? Is it no? It's the same thing that happened last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it, it is sort of where the game is going for sure. But um, teams come into camp, maximum skill, maximum strength, maximum endurance, minimal structure. <laughs> so they just go out there and they have fun. You know, we talk about how in the NHL, uh, goal scoring is so hard to come by. It's at a premium, but. I think when a if you were to just throw a player out there, isn't it easier to score goals than stop them? Like when mm-hmm. we when you see uh, like an All Star game or like Shinny or Summer League or any of that stuff, they're all high scoring games because I think they just go out there and the defensemen aren't really trying and everyone's just trying to get into a you know a, a shootout. And then all of a sudden the season starts and they realize, uh-oh, that's actually kind of hard. Well, and, and and I think, too, like, if you look at the Leafs lineup specifically, um, what are they more likely to do, stop a goal or score one? Well, score one, but that and that was always supposed to be the case. So why don't we just play that way? The Leafs defense looks worse than it did last year. Yeah, when they gave up a four-goal lead in game two? I don't think it does. As opposed to a yeah. four-goal lead in game three the year prior? This has been a consistent issue, folks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now it's just six goals, and we're trying to score seven. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then, listen, in the last two starts, too, and let's let's not I, – I don't want to be too hard on Sparks, and I don't want to let Freddie off the hook. Does that make sense? Why can't you be hard on Sparks? Why can't you be hard on – he, he did have, he a, have bad a bad game. game. But I don't think <laughs> it's like – a tough game, I would say. I, I'm defending him. I've decided – last night I was like, all right, I can, I, can, I can feel one of two ways about this. I've decided to defend him. I'm defending Garrett Sparks. Uh-huh. The, okay, the uh, Taves, uh, the first goal, the Blackhawks scored. I didn't see the um, the like sort of level angle until uh, this morning. Actually, for some reason, I didn't see that uh, when I was shooting the video. That was a high stick. That wasn't a goal. That shouldn't have been a goal. And it was a really good deflection. Um, the sixth goal was a tip off of Ron Hainsey's stick. Unfortunate, but it happens. There was one where he was screened really well. He didn't have a great game. Did not have a great game. The The first Kane goal, come on now. Stop that. You have to stop that. The second goal, mm-hmm. no one's stopping that. The, he, the Leafs defense got the murdered. First there was Kane just a breakdown. The one where he was at like the faceoff dot and he just kind of shot it straight in. He just shot it and yeah. it went through his went through yeah, his legs. That was that was just ugly. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah that was bad. I I'd put honestly out of the six, I'd say one was really bad, and another one you probably go, it would have been nice if you had that. Mm-hmm. The least defense were bad. It's still six goals. It is still six <laughs> goals, totally. Cam Ward 
is atrocious. <laughs> the overtime so winner. So he's defied, decided he's he's saying he's no, going to defend no, Smart. No, no, he's no. going to attack Cam Ward no, all season no, long. No, 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 no. I think no. there's no hypocrisy in this. At all. <laughs> there is not. No, look at the it. look at the goals the Blackhawks scored. Look at the goals the Leafs scored. Mm. Atrocious. Mm. The Riley goal. Yeah, that was mm. bad. That was so bad. Yeah. Maron. He just put it on the net. One goal. Why wouldn't he you? put it on the body too? That's what I don't. Uh, I want to say it was like Marlowe or someone. I was like, just shoot it in the first period. I'm like, just put it on. And he and he stopped it, but he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, it. I'm like, dude, just shoot. Just one, shoot it. My one going. goalie gave up seven goals. Yep. The other one gave up six. Jesse, I'm, yet, a, I'm a hockey analyst. One, had one a good goalie game. won, the other lost. The one who won <laughs> is good. The one who lost is bad. This isn't hard. This is no fair. Listen, I guess I totally. <laughs> that's why I didn't really go at Cam Ward in the, <coughs> in, excuse me, in the LFR video because I'm like, okay, that's a little hypocritical, and to get into all the specifics is going to make this video too long. Mm -hmm. But <coughs> the goals. The Blackhawks scored, I think, were trickier than the ones the Leafs scored. I, I do. I would agree with that. That's maybe not yeah. fair, but I, Still by my eye, I, yes. of nitpicking it's to defend a player on absolutely. the team that you root for. Absolutely. But like I said, I'm <laughs> choosing to be optimistic with Sparks here. How much do you miss Curtis McElhaney? A bit. Somewhat. When could you have imagined at Hockey Night in Cinema in London, Ontario... Two years ago. That the, that newly claimed goalie. <laughs> who Curtis we were McAuley. shocked one. Who plays like it's 1984. <clears throat> yeah, really. Yeah, everyone's really. like, does Garrett Sparks look floppy in his net? I'm like, McElhaney looks like that every game. Every single game oh, of his life. Oh, but Steve, he's a gamer. Yep. He battles. <laughs> yeah, battles four feet out of the net. The, oh my God. He looks goalie. like. Vintage Mike Vernon when he plays. Like, he's just all he's over the place. He's definitely playing in the wrong decade. 9.35 save percentage. Yo, McElhaney <laughs> in a different decade. No, exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how he stops a puck, but I can tell you their styles look pretty similar to me. They, and he does stop it. I'm no goalie mm -hmm. analyst. Won his game in, uh, in, in Carolina. It's funny, actually. Oh, 30, 31 of 32. That's why. I didn't so, even know that happened. So <laughs> oh we, God. our our coach's corner predictions yeah. went decently, but the one I would have absolutely guessed, and again, it's a little, uh, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, mm -hmm. but the one I would have guessed for sure is Cherry mentioning McElhaney, but that happened the night after we recorded. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think th there's a couple other things that I guess we can take away from the weekend, um, at least well, since we're talking about Chicago. That I, Ottawa loss is like ancient history. I don't think that people are talking enough about the fact that Nikita Zaitsev hasn't actually looked that bad. Yeah, a bit of a tough game in Chicago, but sure. the first two were decent. But I don't think we're, I also don't think we're talking about how actually bad Ron Hainsey's looking. Yeah, well, and last night I would argue was his best, and he scored on his own net. So there's that. Um, well, and also Babcock's deployment. What was? What did he do? I don't know why he put those two together. Game? Because he put those two together, and then Ennis was it Ennis? Ennis Lindholm, Lindholm Hyman Hyman, which with Zaitsev and Hainsey, which got scored against. That's of like course. their penalty kill, sort of like. Mm. Well, and I guess his logic there was Hainsey Zaitsev is one of the penalty kill 
pairings. Which and, I don't know why. Why? Well, but it is. And they had their goalie pulled. The Blackhawks had their goalie pulled for like the final three minutes. Um, and he figured it's basically going to be that sort of setup. So I'll throw out my, I'll throw out that. I just don't, I don't think that was the right move. I don't know why coaches don't trust their top skilled players to also just play defense. Like I Matthews, think they don't want to tire them out. Sure, but it's the end of the game. Yeah. Why can't you trust Matthews to go? Why can't you trust Kadri to go? <sighs> well, and I don't understand this whole thing about... Tavares was out for one of those. A, was, a lot was made fair. about the Florida Panthers starting five forwards mm-hmm. on, on their power play, which I thought was cool and, and, and long overdue. Why can't we have one defenseman in five... or and, and say, say it's a penalty kill. Why can't we have one defenseman and three forwards? Three defensemen. I don't give a damn. Like, what, like, what's your strength? Yeah. you. It's not the same as five-on-five five hockey. It's just not. It's not. It's different. Like, if you're the Predators, you could see a situation where having three of their great four defensemen out mm-hmm. there and then switching one off, whoever the most tired is, plus a forward, you could see where that would make sense. The, where the okay, Leafs, you got the Stanley opposite. Cup on the line, all right? But you're down a man in the final minute. The Preds throw out Subban, Ekholm, Ellis... <laughs> And Yossi. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That's amazing. Who's arguing with that? Yeah. Who, who Let's do man take I the face off. Okay, no, no, that, yeah, that's the issue is the face off. But the Leafs obviously don't give a shit about that because Josh Lebo is taking the second uh, power plays draws. No, I think of it the same. The baseball playoffs are going on right now. If it's the eighth inning and you're in a playoff game, you need to win. They're throwing out your starting pitcher because he's the best. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what situation it is. Clayton Kershaw is going out in the eighth yeah. inning because he's your best Asset. Yeah, so win. why don't you just take that kind of attitude? To oh no! Like, no. Just use your best player. Invisible the, line in the, in the bench. Defense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's invisible line. It's like the invisible uh, line between Canada and the United States. Yep. You pass that line, everything changes. I don't know why. Everything beyond this is lava. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't get right, it either. Right. But anyway, um, uh, the I think I think I just want to say this about the Leafs versus Ottawa. I know it's second game of the year, mm-hmm. and I know I got a little too hot under the collar. Fully admit that. Sorry, everyone. But I got to say, these are the games that you look back when you're in a points race and you go later in the year. Damn. Shoulda. Shoulda got those two. And, and, and you know what? I expect the Leafs have, when Nylander comes back, the Leafs have one of the goofiest offenses in the modern era. I still say they do. They still do. They, oh, oh, in the modern era? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're talking about probably even right now. The, I mean, Merrick said the best power play he's seen, or at least on paper, since the 77 Canadians. Well, and it's so funny. When now, they that ignores the 80s Oilers, which the, I think is a little unfair. Jeffrey, yeah. <laughs> how dare you? And the Islanders no, of the early no. 80s, too. <laughs> but they, uh, I, I don't know, Je- Jeffrey, that's, that's a little shocking. Yeah. But one thing, oh yeah, so I really enjoy, for some reason, when Babcock starts the power play with the second unit. Oh, that's the best. Because you spend the whole seconds. time waiting for the first unit. Second <laughs> unit, though. Yeah. Mm. Which they're, are not, pretty, they're pretty damn good. They're not bad. They're with Nylander, well, they'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, and I imagine he'll be with, their with center. With Josh Lebo not taking of. face off. Yeah, what the f- <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you gotta get the guys You have Tyler Ennis. That was the line from the broadcast. It was like, you gotta, everybody's gotta get a turn in there or something like, like no, that. No, like, they like, don't. For no, a guy who emphasizes the importance of face off so much, Babcock doesn't give a shit about, like, starting wingers on the face off. He really doesn't care. Um, oh, shoot. What was the other thing I was about to say? Darn it. I don't remember. Well, oh, here it is. With the Senators, we ripped on them for so long and picked apart everything they did for so long that we forgot that this is still the National Hockey League. 
and it's getting more and more even all the time. Mm-hmm. And the worst teams in the league still win 25, 30 games. Sure. And but if you're a championship caliber team, they're going to win 25, with an offense games. like the Leafs have. Um, I expect the Leafs to start playing like, and this is, this is my problem with the team. This was my problem with the team last year. Anderson and I kinda, was very good. I kind of thought about it during the rate, during the, uh, the, the Raptors playoff run. Cause if you're, if you pay any attention to the NBA, you know that the Raptors are a really good regular season team and they make it to the second round and then they get blown out by Cleveland. And there's something that Cleveland had. Obviously LeBron, LeBron, <laughs> but there are, but even like, but they, they had a couple near misses against Giannis Attenacumbo and the rest of his team. Uh, they like a couple teams. Yeah, yeah. Like they had, it's, it's literally him. What some of these guys have is a killer instinct. They will shut the game down or they'll take over. And what I expected to see from the Leafs and what I didn't see, and maybe I'll, we'll see this later in the season is a team that is so confident in itself that it just goes, okay, now the game's over. I've decided. And I didn't ever see that last year. I didn't see it with the Raptors either. You know, like when DeMar got booted in the third quarter in their last game. Like, that's the kind of stuff you either you either flame out or you take over. And I expect the Leafs now. I expect them to learn how to take over a game. Because yeah. maybe they haven't learned it yet. But you've got to be able to do that. And you've got to be able to do that on a Saturday night against Ottawa. A, spe- a top five team. Should now, be should be should be rolling over a, a bottom five team every time. Could we yeah. argue that they did that against Chicago? Because they started like shit. No, they because so they let bad. in a goal in the last thirty seconds. But th- no, but then <clears throat> well, yeah, okay, they turned it on for a while, and then sort of lost it. No, no, no turning it on is turning it on. Over. Turning it on is turning it on and keeping keeping the other keeping team. Keeping it on. Now I wonder if part of that. Remember last year we were ripping on the Oilers penalty kill and we were trying to come up with ideas. And we're like, just change the personnel. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. Just you're getting out. You're getting out the poison. Like those guys, the have, bad jujus. Yeah, there like, you go. They're they're <laughs> too. They're too. Like they're going out there and expecting to allow a goal. And the Leafs. Here's the first three games of the last three seasons for the Leafs. Three years ago. They, well, there was the Matthews four-goal game, which was actually a heartbreaking defensive performance against Ottawa. Uh The second game was a great game against Boston. That was great. The third game of the season, they gave up a four-goal lead against Winnipeg. Mm. And for the rest, for the remaining 79 games, they're like, oh, I don't know. And they flew by the seat of their pants every time they had a lead in the third. Last year, kill Winnipeg in the first game, great. Second game of the season, they give up a 5-1 lead on home ice. Give up another four-goal lead. Uh, I don't know, for the rest of the season. It shook them. And now they discover that they can't hold on to... They drop two one-goal leads in the final 90 seconds or something like that against Chicago? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. So... Changing personnel, I don't think would be the worst thing ever because those I just, those guys expect to be defeated. I, I just think, look at the to some I look at the team, and and this is probably a part of the learning process too. But if you look at any of the great teams, and I think one of the greatest teams ever, <coughs> we get to thankfully watch right now is the Golden State Warriors. When the Golden State Warriors decide they're not going to lose, they don't lose. Mm. They just don't. Um, and I'm not expecting the Leafs to go to win 72 games in a season because the NBA and NHL are very very different. However. If you look at any of those great Detroit teams, if you look at any of the great Oilers teams, 
any of the great Islanders teams. We're talking about dynasties. The Chicago teams uh, recently, Los Angeles for a couple seasons. Uh, the Boston Bruins do this really, really well, and they do it really oh. well against Toronto. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. They have yeah. the ability to step in and go, okay, we're done playing But now. it takes more than determination. Anyone can want to go out there but the, the and Leafs do what Jake DeBrus did, and Jake DeBrus did it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's my point. But I do they though. that. Like, the guys they threw yeah. out were uh, Zeitz of Hainsey. Hainsey cannot decide to go out there and and be prime Zidane Ochara. Yeah, he can't be prime Zidane Ochara. Like, no. he, he cannot, as hard as... Mm, so are you saying that... He the, can wish as hard as he wants, but... So you're saying that to what he can do. That there is a deployment issue sometimes. Uh, maybe. Do we have any defenseman on the team that can go out and do that? Well, I think Riley can. I think Riley's so good. I don't yeah, think people really, realize how good Riley is. And he's, he needs a partner. Yeah. He needs a partner. Um, I think Jake Gardner should be his partner. I don't know what they're waiting for. Is Jake Gardner good enough? I think Jake Gardner is good enough. I think Dermot's the answer, man. Really? I do. I'd love to see Gardner Riley. But, well... Because if Dermot's See, good enough to term, play, if Dermot's good enough to play with Riley, then why wouldn't Dermot do the second line and put Riley Gardner together and just stack it up? The uh, the question mark with the Leafs, Dubas, I said this in the video. Dubas has chocolate. to be yeah, do it, man. Dubas has to be better than us. He just has to be. He can't mm-hmm. be a panicky Pete. Help is on the way. The Leafs have help coming down the pipeline. Their their defensive prospects are actually decent, mm-hmm. pretty strong. Uh, especially on the right side, too. And they actually got a bunch of guys on the left. Ah, help is on the way. But, God, we need it now. We need well, it now. So we don't, what's though. the answer there? We don't, because the window's open, right? Like, the thing is, is that, okay, we talk about we need it now. Sure, we need it now to win these games. Oh, Lilligren one day. Ah, but not yet. Not yet. True. But not yet. I, I, I'm of the belief that Lilligren's going to get the, uh, the Dermot from last year treatment. <sighs> He's going to go in. He's going to dominate the AHL, which I actually think he will do great. Okay. And then, I hope so. And then they bring him up midway through the season, and hopefully he sticks. If not, then he doesn't. But I think the, the issue right now is that we are getting ahead of ourselves. I don't think this is a Stanley Cup Leafs year. I no. just don't. Listen, you can base a lot of things off the first three games. McElhaney, Vesna, uh-huh. Mark Herrick, Norris. 100%. Um... Matthews, Roman Polak, Masterson, Rocket Richard, also, also Norris, also Norris. Actually, Matthews, Rocket Richard is realistic, so that's why I skipped over that one. Matthews, yeah. Calder, yeah, but you know, again, <laughs> but line A better. Yes, line A two Calders this um, year. <laughs> I pulled up the all-time uh, power play percentages outside of one team. And that's the 2012-13 lockout Washington Capitals. The top 24 teams all time come from the year 77 to 90. Not shocking. So, <laughs> yeah. Now the best power play of all time is the 77-78 Montreal Canadiens. They're the ones 31, who screwed it up for everyone. 31.9. That's insane. Aren't they the ones who screwed it up? Where it used mean? to be a continuous two-minute penalty no matter what. No, those that was the 60s Montreal Canadiens that screwed it up. Oh my god. Uh, it used to be a continuous. And icing was illegal. No. So you couldn't... So <laughs> oh my it didn't God, matter how many goals you scored. Yeah. There was no icing and you... And, you <laughs> it, it, and like they could score five against you and the guy's and still in the box. the full two minutes. Yeah. They should go back to that. 
I think that not the not the non icing, but for sure the the, the full two minutes. The icing thing I've talked about before, like mm-hmm. you shouldn't give the team <clears throat> you shouldn't give the team who took a penalty an advantage. Yeah, but the every game would take forever. There yeah. was one. I don't know if you'd be able to find this. Yeah, but they the, iced it a million. I times. remember sometime in the nineties when I was a kid, I was I was watching a random game between the Panthers and someone, and they like set an NHL record for whistles in a game. It was like, it was over a hundred. It was insane because one team had the lead and they're like, we're just going to ice it until the game's over. Um, I don't know. I don't know how on earth you would find that. The 1718 Toronto Maple Leafs last year, they sit 50th all time in terms of power play percentage. That's actually even first. They had a 25%. That's impressive. Last year. I don't think they were even first in the league. They were. Oh, no, were? the 17-18 Penguins were first. That's they insane. Ranked, they ranked 25th all time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 26.2%. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They uh, were decent. Uh, <laughs> this from NHL PR. John Tavares is the fourth Maple Leafs player in the NHL's modern era since 43-44 to score a hat trick within his first three games with the franchise. The others were Miroslav Fricker, I think, Jeff O'Neill, and... Austin Matthews. Ah, love it. Beautiful. Love it. Um, yeah. So I think I think that there were some there were some interesting takeaways from this. But the key is, I guess, don't freak out too much. Don't freak out too much. No. I, I do believe that the um, I do believe that there's there's change coming on the back end. I just I cannot see how it could be possible that Hainsey stays where he is. I just don't see it. And, and as I, for I, Sparks. When, you know, McElhaney's been able to hold the fort on many occasions. When the Leafs abandoned him, it hasn't always Hmm. gone well. Oh, something I wanted to come back to. (laughs) Because of that, you just made me think. We were sort of getting into this. You talked about how the Leafs have help coming on the back end. Yeah. You talked about Garrett Sparks and getting comfortable. I don't, I think that, you know, obviously the Vegas odds makers are going to say the Toronto Maple Leafs are the the odds on favorites to win the cup. Do you know why they do that? Because they know idiot Toronto fans. Toronto's oh. full of suckers. No, yeah, odds and there, aren't actual percentages no, of winning or stop anything looking like at that. that. It's <laughs> just how do we get the maximum amount of people to bet money on these things? Do you know Bingo. how they set odds? Bingo. Do you know how much money Vegas has made off Toronto since like 2015 with the Jays? <laughs> oh, it's insane. Yeah. insane. The Jays are World Series favorites. The Raptors are NBA yeah, champ yeah. favorites. The Leafs are <laughs> Stanley Cup favorites. If you look at this Leafs defense right now, the way it's deployed and the way it's used, and you think that defense could win a cup, I think you're crazy. And um, I think that the Leafs offense is there, uh, especially when Nylander comes back and gets up to playing form. Uh, but I think that there, uh, there's a reason why this window is big and long. And they're going to be patient. They have Freezing. to be. They're yeah. big and long, and they play hard. Um, there's a reason why that this window, you know, you get Tavares under contract for as long as you have him. You've got uh, Matthews, you've got Marner, you've got Nylander when he comes back, and then you've got these young defensemen coming up. Two to three years from now, we may look a little bit more like the Tampa Bay Lightning do. I'm excited. Yeah. But I got to tell you, there's still a process here. Matthews is not even legally allowed to drink in Chicago. Like this? I think we wow. got like we got to wow. re- remember that, right? This is his third season, and he's still not legal to drink in Illinois. L- live in the moment, man. Enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, live in the. They're not. Lilligren's not a Leaf yet. 
Yeah. Neither is Jersey or Sandin. And, and or... Mitch Marner's contract hasn't expired yet. Nope. Can we stop talking Matthews, about it? Matthews, nope. He, we don't know what his number's going to be. We don't know. One more note on the future. A few people were like, uh, beyond Kasky Swole, who the hell do the Leafs have in the system? Jeff Glass. Mr. Glass. They, well, he, well, he's uh, with the Marlies. They got Zachary Batillier, who they just drafted. They got Joseph Wool, mm-hmm. who's considered the best of the lot. He's playing in NCAA. But one guy I want to highlight who has started his WHL season 6-0, a 1.5 goals against average, <laughs> and a 9-4-9 save garbage, percentage. Garbage. Terrible. Ian Scott. So look for him. He got his name on the Calder Cup. Hey, by if the way. If you had just made up a name, I would have been like, yeah. Yeah, Ian Scott. I have no idea who Ian Nathan. Scott is. <laughs> He's like when you're three or four years into GM mode and they start <laughs> making up names. Yeah, just yeah. Name Coffee Bean. <laughs> um, I, have, I have, like, computer-created name players from NHL 2001 that I still remember. Really? I, like, I, oh, man. Jeff Svom. Like, what a great leaf. Oh, wait, that was a computer game. That was not a real person, Steve. He's not um, a great person. Jake and Smallwood, you have to shout him out. Jake and Smallwood, congratulations uh-huh. on getting your first WHL point. A little bit overdue. I believe that happened September 27th. And he is in the game, by the way. He's in NHL. Oh, yeah. You oh, can, that's so You sick. can draft him. Oh, that's okay. And if everybody I must BGM, draft I'm Jake and him. You must draft Jake and Smallwood. It's a, it's a, it's a rule. Absolutely. Absolutely. Playing with the Kootenai ice of the WHL. There you go. Um, are you moving on from the game yesterday? I am. Because there's one thing that we didn't mention. Mm. And that's Patrick Kane being upset with Austin Matthews. Did you see his postgame comment? He wasn't okay. upset. I need to see the video of this. He, he was says, not upset. The quote is, well, I mean, I didn't really like his celebration at first. Oh, boo! I know it's an emotional game out there, but I didn't really like him doing that. Even the ref was saying, maybe we could have called him for an unsportsmanlike on that. No, he wasn't! That upset me. I okay. <laughs> oh my god. I want to say screw you, I'll fart uh. in your dinner. But I see he and Matthews like do promo shoots and stuff together. I think they're both Bauer athletes. They also they have they train every summer with yeah, um Belfry. Daryl Belfry, yeah, Darren skills Belfry. coach. Yeah, so he's yeah. kidding, right? I think he's kidding. I think he's and Matthews. I've, I've only read the quote. I haven't seen a video of he's doing tongue and cheek, but he said it. Matthews Those did the, the ear thing. And then Kane, Kane did it right out. back to him, and Matthews smiled on the bench, even though his team just coughed up another lead. I think he's kidding. Yeah, but I if think he's, he's not, I fart in your food. Yeah, really. I fart Patrick right Kane. in your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Get out of here. The take, ref gonna call take, your, take your dumb pilgrim caller and go away. All right, if you're not <laughs> kidding. By the way, Chicago, another team with a terrible caller on their jersey. The Pilgrim Caller. They got the Canadians cool. thing. Oh, I was like, where are you going? The Pilgrim with this? Caller. With the, the, uh, it the, looks. It I, looks terrible. I think I understand. Why do they what you're do that? I no, don't know. Why did it? No, uh, it looks. It, it oh, doesn't look as bad as. Uh, no, guys. No, who was the team you were ripping? Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, that looks bad. Guys, it looks bad on both. There's another one that has a really bad one. I'm trying to remember who it is. Like, why would you put that collar on there? What's wrong. wrong with you? A couple of them got it really wrong, but. I mean, it doesn't bug me as much as it oh, bugs it you. Oh, it bothers me. It just bugs me. Like, why Why do that? No, it's just... Ugh. It just looks so <laughs> forced and gross. Ugh. Uh, the quote finishes ugh. with, uh, when we scored to tie it up, I was happy to kind of give it back to him. We kind of smirked at each other, uh, each other on the bench after that. Yeah, That's funny. Fun. But he began it by saying, I didn't really like his celebration. I'd like to see video. I think it reads poorly. I think he's kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully. also, I mean, Matthews. Hopefully. Hopefully he's kidding. Did you see Matthews post about it? 
No. He was like, obviously, you know, he's a really competitive mm-hmm. player and I'm really competitive. But all he has to do is go, yeah, I was pretty pumped up. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. No. I, It'd be I, great if he was like, I don't know, I kind of thought we had the game in the bag. <laughs> he did say I that. I what he's, team he, I played he for. Did, he did say that. He <laughs> oh, did. really? Yeah, and he's like, you know, we thought, we thought at that point we had the game... You know, sort of wrapped up, and you know, unfortunately, well, we gave up a goal, but we, thankfully, we're late. We were able to win. Like it was. <laughs> he's got swagger now, man. I like it. He's, Give me uh, some he's really coming out of the shell. I like it. I can't wait for the refs to start calling Austin Matthews on an unsportsmanlike for celebrating a goal. Can you? <laughs> I give Chicago Blackhawks fans credit that they, they were would, fun. About they it. would boo that. Oh yeah, they'd be like, "Are you serious?" There'd be two fan bases that would really boo it. Outside of Toronto, it would be Philadelphia and Chicago. Philadelphia because they boo anything. They booed gritty. Okay. Yeah, but it caused, (laughs) it was a thing that caused another team pain. So they would probably enjoy it. But they'd be conflicted because it helped the Blackhawks who beat them in the Stanley Cup. But did Matthews Ah. deserve it? Did he celebrate too hard? No. No. Hockey is a sport where you shouldn't celebrate. You should put your head down, go back to the bench. Have they ever Sit given a there? penalty for that? I don't know. Like the Ovechkin, <laughs> like warming his hand on the stick on fire, yeah. like that never. Did Pavel Bure get one? He got scolded, yeah. but no. <laughs> Stupid. Um, Stupid. Leafs goaltending is frustrating, but have we checked on the Blues lately? No. So this is the the first week of the season is like the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. It's so hard to pay attention to everything. Jake Allen has <laughs> played two games. He has allowed 10 goals on 55 shots. Oh, he is an 8-1-8 save percentage and a 4.91 goals against average. At least it starts with an 8. So, now. Sample size. Sample size. He did this last year. Two games. He turned it on last year. But Jake Allen is a bit streaky. That's the one thing with the Blues where I'd say that's their Achilles heel. Because that is a strong NHL team. Well, but... Jake Allen yeah, can be such a strong NHL goalie. Then they get the first two rounds of the playoffs, and everybody forgets about St. Louis. Jeez. Like, well, they didn't the, make the playoffs the, last year. But, or they don't make it. They're the team nobody really... They're them in Minnesota. Minnesota. Columbus. <laughs> they like, do get Columbus friends. for a while, but then they're kind of good now, but they still lose. It's funny like, because St. Louis and, and Minnesota always make the playoffs. Yeah. And, and they're, they do So they're always good, but they're not good enough, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Make me care about St. Louis. <laughs> wow. Well, that's why I thought we should check in, because at least, listen, you could be having a bad time, but maybe not as bad as St. Louis is having with the goaltending, because that's my only point. Sure. And Jake Allen will turn it around, unless he doesn't. And the guy behind him is Chad Johnson. I don't know about that, friend. I, I don't know about that. Now, Ocho Cinco. What should A, you see, because, yeah, well, Chad. he just decided, he, you know, he wanted another adventure. <laughs> Took him six months. That other guy was right. I forget his name. The other the guy football from, player. Oh, the guy from could... the Jags that keeps talking a lot of smack. What's his name? Uh, he's funny. I, I like forget. him. Um, he'll just like he'll just go and be like, "This quarterback is bad." So what? Do the, what do the Blues need? Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. He's been hilarious. Do this the year. Blues need a backup who's a one A, or do they need a McElhaney type who that's it? That's what he. They does. need he's somebody who's going to help backup. Jake Allen put him in his happy place, and you would think Chad Johnson would be that guy, right? Because what they're saying now about the Leafs goaltending is, well, McElhaney knew, McElhaney knew he was a backup, and we know that Sparks wants to be a number one, and that puts Freddie Anderson on his heels. Well, they had it when it was <laughs> Brian Elliott. If that's going to throw Freddie Anderson off, then Freddie Anderson's not a number and one goalie. The when point, it was Brian Elliott and Jake Allen, they had something good going. They did. But they don't have him anymore. 
I think now that's also think Brian Elliott's not good. Enough. Well, yeah, and Elliott is—it's amazing how they have two goalies who like are so similar. Like you just don't know what you're gonna get every night. Uh-huh. Um, but the whole point of having a guy who can start as your backup is sometimes your backup becomes your starter overnight. Look at the Panthers. Reimer might be their starter for the foreseeable future. Uh, we haven't gotten word on Luongo's injury yet. Two to four weeks. Two to four weeks. So for the next two to four weeks, James Reimer's their starter. Sorry for the bad news, but he is. <coughs> they also have a third guy. I forget. Can't remember who it is. Red O'Bara? They have Red O'Bara? I don't know. Uh, but that, that's the point. Yeah. Like, okay. If Red O'Bara's still kicking <coughs> around, eh? I know. If McElhaney is starting 20 of 30 games or 25 of 30 games, are you as stoked? No. I doubt it. It's not even his job. It's something he's done like once in his entire career. You know, it's, I don't know. Uh, teams need a guy who can start. Uh, McElhaney wasn't awesome in that role when he, when he, uh, was when in Columbus. Freddie got hurt down the stretch oh. a couple years ago. Yep. Florida's <laughs> third goalie is Michael Hutchinson. Florence? Wow. Oh, Michael. That's right. That's right. They had Red O'Bara last year. The lead year. singer paying, in excess. That's crazy. They're paying him $1.3 million to be their third goalie. I think they might have saw this coming. I yeah. also saw a few people. I think it was someone cheering for Calgary saying maybe the Flames take a look at James Reimer to sort of sort of shore up their situation. But with Luongo out, I don't know. Maybe the Panthers saw this coming. The guy's 40 or 41. 39. Or 39. Uh, his contract runs till 2022. <laughs> yeah, I would expect a retirement before that. I think he might be on is an island a, somewhere. Is there a cap recapture uh, with that penalty? Because that's be. signed before. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, one of those yeah. ridiculous contracts. Well, the Panthers might be like, oh, he's hurt. Like, they might roby dot. What I would goalie. say is, you gave Dean Lombardi a break on Mike Richards. So where's my break? Who? What team... That was at risk of cap recapture has actually suffered the consequences of cap recapture. Zero. You could because the because the owner will go to Gary Bettman and go, "You better, you better fix this." <laughs> you could argue the Red Wings sort of because they had to trade Datsuk and his cap hit that cost zero actual dollars. That's the closest anyone's come to actually paying consequence. Oh man. You just wait until Shea Weber counts as $14 million against the cap. When? No. When? When is that going to happen? When? I, it's yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's like an offer sheet. Ooh. <laughs> Eat oh. your vegetables they or might. else cap for capture is going to come get you. <laughs> they might offer sheet Marner. Yeah, do your homework or else oh, you're going to get offer sheeted. Like... <laughs> It's a scary monster. Someone should go as Capra Capture for Halloween. Ooh. You know what? Sexy Capra Capture. Please someone Halloween do. Please someone be sexy Capra Capture and send us the uh, the the picture. What would you dress? Just a sexy contract. I'd be just be a contract costume with like a garter. I'm gonna be sexy Julius Honka is what I'm gonna be. Uh, oh. <laughs> In his first season, Luongo had a base salary of ten million dollars. Wow. For the next, uh, after this year, he'll be making 1.6, then 1 million, then 1 million. Ah, so he'll be retiring this year. Yes. Cool. That's good. <laughs> um, it's, I hated the lockout so much when it happened. But like now that we're several years down the line and we're still dealing with the consequences of the pre-2012 lockout, I'm like, mm, I don't know. They had a couple points. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be in a new one in two years. Honestly. <sighs> honestly. It's coming. I so desperately want this this league to go to luxury tax 
the hard cap just sucks all the fun out of it. Yeah, it makes it more interesting. You think I so? Li- I like some of the cap elements, like when we talk about it, like, hey, how are you going to fit this? And it's kind of fun. But I think it's fun you, from a talk perspective. Yeah, yeah, and you lose some of that when you have just hey, let's just sign everybody. We yeah. have two hundred million dollars in the bank. We're MLS. Well, I don't. I don't mean that. <laughs> I think like there should be a hard cap, but I think there should be a luxury tax zone. As in, okay, so the the that so the cap this year is seventy nine and a half million. I think mm. uh, something like that. If you yeah. wanted to go to ninety, you're going to have to play pay two times that player's worth. So you bring in a $5 million player, well, you're yeah. going to have to pay $10 million in luxury tax. Yeah. Or Imagine, like every dollar you go over, there's a $100,000 penalty. Bingo. Yeah, something yeah. something crazy where, and then first off, the, the small market teams have to love that because the money's going to them. That It goes to equalization payments. I've said this before. They have to do this. And they should have a hard cap, 100%, but it should be much higher. So that way, you it, it's a way to make more money for the league. I don't know why they're not doing this. Penalize the rich teams for being rich. Go but they yeah. want it to be competitive. Yeah, they think there's You think more, that wouldn't make um, them competitive, though? There's more balance with the teams because everybody's got to spread out the good players. They want scenarios like Ottawa in the third round a exactly. couple of years Sure, ago. but you it doesn't mean I mean? Ottawa can't, can't do that, especially with the equalization payments. It just makes it more hard. difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, list, what is it, Leicester City? That Those still happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. Occasionally. But, but they're... Really, really rare. And they fall yeah. off afterwards. And they fall off. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, fine. Um... Are the Canadians fun to watch again? I told you. I told you. When in doubt, go young and fast, and they are. Told you. Devils, they look like the, the you're right, the told Devils. Told you. Yep. The Devils have played one game, by Devils the way. Devils fans were pissed off at that comparison, but it was a compliment. It was the, I hope the Habs, if I'm a Habs fan, mm-hmm. take the Devils lead on this. Yeah. They're fun to watch. They Keeping sure Kotkaniemi so far mm-hmm. looks like absolutely the right decision. Domi's full of piss and vinegar. Um, Domi. Domi. It's, I mean, you can't really compare the trade because Galch is uh, out with injury. But for them to surprise the peng- Penguins, and again, I know it's, listen, the Ottawa surprised the Leafs. It happens. Uh, but the, um, I think that was a, that was a, like an emotional victory for them. Like, it almost gave Montreal some confidence. Oh, it oh would, my God, yeah. It would not affect the Penguins in the least. I told you, it reminded me of Matthew's four-goal game in some respects. They lost, but they came out of it going, holy shit, we're here. We can hang. And, like, I always say that the worst teams in the league are the teams <clears throat> where I don't know what they are. I know exactly what the Habs are. They're young, they're fast, and they're, they're hungry. feisty. They're hungry. Domi, Shaw, Gallagher, all those guys, I think, thrive in a market like that, Gallagher especially. Um, you know, Shea Weber's the captain and he gets to be the guy who looks tough and whatever. But for the most part, they're just young, fast, feisty. Also have carry prices. their goaltender. I know Which exactly helps. what they are. That helps. And um, it's to their advantage. How did we do on hockey night in Canada with Don Cherry? How do we do the coach's corner lineup? So we guessed seven different things. Yes. I think so. Yes. So shout out frozen Leafs fan, Brian on Twitter. He made a uh, graphic and everything. Yeah, he he gave us half marks. He, he took That's the amazing. tweet because he mentioned Ottawa, but not really Ottawa player. Mm. Traded, so we gave us a half point on that. Tavares, possibly Ennis, didn't lay off of that. Didn't really no. get to it. Didn't get to the open night. Gabrenson Hamannik, surprisingly, yeah. not there. But he did yeah. go Marchand. Didn't go Domi. But he praised Marchand. And the thing that I nailed, he called Eller Swedish. 
Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that was unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. He's just sweet as your finish. <laughs> couldn't and believe then, it. And uh, then Wilson and then the heartfelt moment you both got, right? So your whole list was Tavares, yeah, Ottawa player, Gabranson, Marshan, Domi, Wilson. And what you got right was half point for Ottawa, Marshan, Wilson, and heartfelt. Yeah, and it's a shame because, like, whenever we do this, we're not going to have all the information we need. Mm. So, like, after we made our predictions, McElhinney plays an amazing game. For Carolina, I probably would have predicted that, but yeah, because we're gonna do it on what, like a Thursday or Friday yeah, morning, and there'll be games like yeah, Friday. And but if we can, if we can hit thirty or forty percent, I'm pretty proud of that. That's all right. Do you like the three point five out of seven? Are you happy with that? Fifty percent, man. A, hey, that's a pass. That's a pass. I don't have to take that's it again a, next that's year. That's a French class pass. Baby. Yeah, it's a pass <laughs> from it's high math. school. Yeah. If you're at, if you're an RTA, that's a fail. Who Is cares? It? Yeah, you got to get sixty percent. Who cares? Who needs university really? anyway? Yeah. You Am know. I right? Am I right? No. Nope. I uh, came pretty right, close fine. to failing. I just learned a couple times. <laughs> I'm wow. ignoring you because you dropped out twice. Uh, that's what I said. Yeah. Who needs university yes. anyway? What a, when Jesse, you can succeed at life. <laughs> let's ignore the riffraff over here. So <laughs> how about the, uh, the RCC building? Oh, it's so good. I yeah. went Look to the RCC us. building. I was at Look Ryerson. At just a couple <laughs> academics chatting. <laughs> just a couple <laughs> academics palling it up and chumming. So Where do you keep your sheepskin? So here's oh, <laughs> oh just proudly disp- displayed Moleskin. in my office. Moleskin, no, right? sheepskin. What's sheepskin? Sheepskin is the diploma. Moleskin oh. is, a, is a notebook Yeah, company. I thought that's what you were talking about. No, I'm oh. talking about your diploma is made of sheepskin. Is it really? Yes. Why are we talking to you? Do you have a like, vegan? You? you guys don't have vegan uh, diplomas now. <laughs> I'm surprised in a university they wouldn't have that. I don't know if it still is, but that's the old. Our old our uh, diplomas made on paper, made of elephant poo. We have that. <laughs> By the way, did you know that's a thing? No, that's cool. Yeah, the Toronto Zoo sells notebooks of uh, paper made with elephant poo. That <laughs> summer, Jesse. Yeah. When was the last time we got a new factoid about the zoo? Like that, one yeah. that we hadn't heard ten it's times before. While. That was a new one. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed. I'll Did take you it. know I'll that I it. saw a guy <laughs> sitting next to a giraffe? And sorry, no, yeah. tell that one again. <laughs> <laughs> so I here's the deal. That. Here's the deal. Every week. We're doing our Don Cherry fantasy pool. On the second episode of the week. Second episode of the week. So we're going to give you our picks, and then we're going to post them on Reddit, and we're going to post them on Twitter. Feel free to send us yours. You let us know whether you either, either you can totally agree with us, or you can go, no, you guys are crazy, it's this. And uh, maybe we can shout out a few people who get as close to right as possible. Because that, that I think, would be kind of fun. There you go. So that's what we're going to try to do this year. I, I was... It's funny how that stuff just happens. Yeah, we did. We did not plan that. It just kind of was like, all oh, right. Didn't even like it. You're like, guys, mm-hmm. well, it was, way it too was long. half an hour. No, it was long. Very good. Adam, you shit on a great idea. Yeah, I didn't uh, shit on the idea. Yeah. I shit on the length of time uh, it took. Because Steve kept, kept restarting it. Okay, so what do we have? Okay, okay, okay. But what do we have? It was like, can we just can we line this up and get to it? You know, Adam. Maybe if you didn't drop out, you would have uh, <laughs> thought it was a great idea. I don't know. In uh, in third year, I think we we learned a lot about structure and what makes great content. Ah, so yeah, I think third year, Steve and I mm. have that uh, that intuition. Oh in us. yeah, no so, question. So glad, if, uh, so glad to make it that far. So gratified. <laughs> yeah, it's great when you can actually make it through things and commit. You know, we're not quitters. <laughs> True. No. Never. True. Never. Nor have we ever been. Uh, Flames win the second half of the back-to-back with the Canucks. Um, just of note that Elias Pettersson's parents were still there. Uh, but they, enough about Eric and Branson. <laughs> have you um, seen that picture? No. <laughs> Go, going around today. I think it was, oh, I forget his name, but he does uh, graphics for Canucks Army. It's it's just good Branson getting in one of the Flames' faces. And Pettersson, who looks like a literal child, 
next to him trying to pull Good Branson away, but the caption is just, never speak to me or my son ever again. <laughs> That's funny. It's exactly That's funny. what it looks like. Uh, Patterson, Patterson. He looks like a kid. And he also. And also Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> It was so great. Everyone was ripping John Shannon, and then he scored another goal. They're like, actually, maybe. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Pedersen Gretzky, but if he's a, he's better. If he's a level under, he might be. A phen- oh, I mean, he's going to be a phenomenal hockey he player. Has so a much fun to watch. Chance to win the Calder than Gretzky did. Yep. So does True. Steve Dangle. Where's the line? How, why, why did <laughs> Gretzky no, not I'm, win? I'm it? Over the because he played in the WHA. So that he was ineligible. Because he, he played he was prof- professionally. He played a professional North American hockey. Yeah. So, we can't. so he was ineligible. Yeah, so yeah, he can't I mean, I, I don't hate the winner that year, which is Roy, Ray Bork, but yeah. even Ray Bork would be like, yeah, it should have been me. Because Gretzky, I think, tied Marcel Dion like his he first year yeah. leading. Like, yeah. it's stupid. Well, and like, uh, he played uh, professional hockey in North America, but Panarin played professional hockey over in Russia for like five and years. And was 24. He was, yeah, and I think he was 24 by the end of the and season. And Walt is in as a fully grown man and can <laughs> Can win What's it. up, guys? <laughs> McDavid's like, come on. <laughs> like, like yeah. literally, he would have been graduating high school, and, and McDavid would be getting into grade seven. Oh my god! Like that's that's the spread. On nah, that. but he's a rookie. <laughs> he's, he's a real rookie. Yeah. He's a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into high school, you're 25. <laughs> he's, he's nine. How do you do, let, fellow rookies? Let him play volleyball. Like, do you let a 22 year old play volleyball in grade nine? Oh, oh my god, he's like the 25 year old who went back to high school yeah, and just dunk basketball. on children. You don't That's have a birth certificate. He looks 12. He's ah, <laughs> crushing. That's, That's what did. That's and everyone's like, all right. I was listening back to the rugby story I told where my team had like a 20 or 21 year old. Mm -hmm. And the more I listened to it, the more I realized that's not okay and should not be allowed. It's probably assault. It's yeah, it's not cool. (laughs) It's not cool that they let him play with 14 year olds. It's kind of messed up. Um, So Ilya Kovalchuk scores his uh, first point in five years. Mm. Did you see it? What a bum. No. Oh, it was a nice little setup for Anze Kopitar. But you have to give Anze Kopitar a lot of credit because he Anze Kopitar it into the net. Uh, it was like it was one of those like unless unless it was a good pass. Like they they enter you know they enter the offensive zone. Kopitar makes the pass to Kopitar. Kopitar streaks down. But if it's not Kopitar getting that, I don't think it's a goal. I w- I just wonder with Ilya Kovalchuk. It's too early to know what he is. Mm. But what do you think he is? I think he's roughly what he was before he left, man. You think but, he's that? Is he an eighty-point player? I really no, 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 no. I'm just talking about type. I, I, I don't really think he's lost a step. To be honest, like he's still skilled, he's still fast, he's uh, underratedly strong and nasty, dirty, dirty player. Like he never, never got the flack he deserved for being dirty. But uh, it, no, he's a good addition to the Kings, man. Really good addition. Not, hell of a. Hell of a consolation prize for Max Pacioretty. No kidding. Huh? Pretty good. No kidding. Uh, we, but he better stay healthy because that's a hefty price tag. Pretty uh, notable injuries this week. We obviously talked about Roberto Luongo. Joe, Thor- Joe Thornton is on the IR. His uh, his surgically repaired knee from this summer, not the one from last summer. He's had both Jeez. knees worked on in consecutive summers. 
uh, swelled up, so he is on the injured reserve. It's an uh, infection I was reading. Oh, okay. You got an infection. Bummer. So, that sucks. Um, that just sucks. Yeah, the but, update is that they might expect him back sooner than later. Well, usually infections, they can clear that out, unless it's like a bad staph infection. Yeah, yeah. I guess with the swelling, they thought, oh, maybe it was a setback or something, but with antibiotics, it should clear it up and he'll be fine. JVR will be out five to six weeks with a lower body injury. We don't know much more than that. That's brutal. Now... That does suck. But... Good cap savings for the Flyers. I hate to say it, but it is. Like, uh, well, I did hear something about uh, JVR when he was still with the Leafs, and there were rumors he was going to get traded, and there were questions around the league about um, basically he's a guy who requires a lot of body maintenance, which I thought was annoying because like... What does that mean? Well, you like you a lot of time in the massage table and stuff like that, but there's so <sighs> many players around the league who have that. But you're talking about a player who was uh, about to become a free agent and was going to require like a huge investment from a team. And there were some teams that were worried about that investment. Now he's, what, two or three games in with the Flyers? Already out five to six weeks. I didn't see how he sustained the injury. Is it is it on Twitter or something? Because uh, it, if it's like he blocked a shot <laughs> or I, something, I, I'll feel hang bad. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I believe I've got the breakdown here. Oh, that's the wrong player. That's Thornton. His um, last significant injury was with the Leafs. 15, 16. Yeah, when he had his, uh, his, arm, or his uh, thing broken. And it might have been an but injury. He, he like, was, he probably could have come back. He was in, the, the, the Leafs were in playoff contention when he went down. They were Roughly. like in 8th place or they something, or ninth place. Arm's length, yeah. Um, it was injured in the second game of the season, uh, left after the first period, after seeing f- five minutes of ice time. So, not really oh, much. So there's no play that caused the injury. Not one that I can see. Now that might be wrong, and Flyers fans feel free to correct me on that one. But I haven't seen anything that say that says that's the. Anyway, yeah, Flyers scored goals without him last year. Um, yeah, they'll be. So fine. hopefully he comes back and makes them even stronger. Uh, that is why you don't trade Wayne Simmons away. And uh, also, Brandon Dubinsky Was will be out option? for a month. Yeah, be, people it's... thought that because they signed JVR, uh, they don't think they're going to be able to afford Simmons. Uh, I think Simmons is going to be when he expires. He's yeah. going to get paid. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's going to be deservedly so. Yeah. Remember how Why like seven seven was the magical number this year? Yeah. Simmons is getting seven. Yeah. I wonder. Sure. Galaxy brain me for a second. Oh yeah. So you 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 can't make you can't sign Willie. So you do what all the city of Toronto seems to want to do, and you trade him for that young defenseman. Trade him for that young defenseman. Or do you do you then go out and sign? Wayne Simmons to bring him back to Toronto in free agency. How dare you? You know, okay. By the way, terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> Keep Willie. I love Wayne Simmons. I want him to come back home. We can't afford him. No, it's yeah, it's just not going to happen. The but I love can barely Wayne afford Simmons. the players he, they have. But he's such a fucking asshole. I love he's, him. He's, and he played the. Yes, he's like he's like a, he's a sixty point guy who can play both ends of the ice. No, but I mean, and he's like, nasty. Can we put him on defense. Oh no! If yeah. not, like Sammy Kapanen no. style. <laughs> no, we and can't just do that. Throw him on defense because I don't know. We kind of need to. <laughs> we we just need you to do it. We just talked about having four guys on the PK. Why not? Why not? Screw it. No, that's not going to happen. Not that going to happen. And similar to our goalie conversation earlier. Aha! We got two guys. One of them goes down. Well, at least we got one. <laughs> <laughs> at least we got. It's better than going. Uh, Josh, you know how to take a face off. Well, you're going to learn. <laughs> I want to look something Have up fun. before I show you guys this because it, the, it there's an uh, there's an Islanders game going on right now. Mm-hmm. Don't look Against over the here. Sharks. 
Uh, do not look over here right now. I didn't see anything. And it is, this is just about the most painful thing you're ever going to see. And this may sum up the Islander season but just as it gets started. No, I'm looking for the player. Okay, so it's Adam Pilich. Pelic. Pelic. Okay, mm. sorry. Sorry, Adam. And the San Jose Sharks are completely out of position on this play. Mm. So imagine you, everybody has overcommitted to the corner. You're the opposite team. You're in their zone. So, so the goalie and the two defensemen have overcommitted. So mm-hmm. you're basically the Leafs. To one, and you have a wide open net. Yawning even. What do you do? You miss. If or you play for the Islanders. If you're Adam, you. He's showing on. us right now. Oh, he's right in front. It's a gift. And he oh, passes it. it. Pass it to Barzal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Who's the Avalanche player who passed it on the breakaway? I think this is worse. That is so bad. That's, oh. This is worse. You're on a breakaway. The goalie might stop you. This is, there's nothing. Oh yeah, my, what are you doing? Oh, that's dumb. Who stopped the three on O last night? Is that what you're referring to? Someone stopped the three on O last night? Uh, there's a three on O. No, that's, no, no, no. I was talking about the year the Avalanche were like incomprehensibly bad. They got a, Blake Como oh. got a breakaway and he turned around and passed it and gave it away. <laughs> Not to be confused with Lake Como in Italy. What is it? Is Lago that? de Como. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. What? what Geography why lesson. do you know that? Because <laughs> I, I want to go there on vacation one day. Apparently it's very nice. It was Carter Hutton. What the Stops hell? to three on O on Saturday. Whoa. Oh. Nice save. Oh. Those are three Man, guys. No underrated. One. Underrated pickup by the uh, the Sabres, the Sabres. Uh, we're good, right? Also, underrated uh, crisis. That's incredible. Yeah, Justin Bourne was tweeting about it this morning. Rangers, 0-3. Well, they are supposed to be bad. Yeah, and this is the thing, right? Like, <laughs> they said that. I don't know if I'm sold with the Rangers. I, I liked I liked what they did at the end of last season, for sure. But I'm not sold that they're totally stoked with being crappy. Like... To build for the future, I'm not. I'm not convinced. What choice and do I, they have? It's hockey. It doesn't matter. They want to win. They're in the sports business, man. So I'm. So, I'm. I know they're. They said they're rebuilding, and they should be patient. I don't know if they're going to be. Who is their new coach? I don't even know. The New York Rangers. Yeah, I lost track. It's not Alain Vigneault. The New York Rangers head coach is David Quinn. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. David Quinn. Of Former the Quinn Dynasty. Boston University head coach. They've gotten a lot of guys at the University. Hot of hockey. Yeah, Boston University. Sure B-U. is. Man. Ah, oh, the boo. Shout out. <laughs> baby boo. Shout out the boo. Oh, he's a, Shout out the boo. <laughs> if you're a rookie, are you baby boo? <laughs> oh, how dare you. <laughs> rookie from UMass? Or just BU, not UMass. Move on. Move, big just, no, big move difference. On. Yeah. Um, no, we're done. Let's go to the press conference. Yay. <laughs> Well, we're already here. Yeah. Wow. We've, right. we've talked for a while. Have we? Yeah. Oh, look at the time. What? The Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. I thought we were in like the first half of the show. Wow. <laughs> we did uh, We did a lot of Leafs talk. I think that's why. I've also, okay, so on the way here, I was still fighting off my NyQuil that I took way too late last night. And so I had coffee and then chocolate-covered express, espresso beans to combat it. And now that the NyQuil's gone, I'm just on fire. 
Time is going so slow because okay. it's literal galaxy. Have you ever brain. seen? Have you ever seen uh, Over the Hedge? It's a, like no. an animated movie no. that's like B-rated, but Steve Carell is a squirrel in it. Oh no! And yeah, I know. What you're and he about like it. drinks an energy drink, and the world slows down for him. So he's like already super fast, but when he drinks the energy drink, it's like everything slows down, he's like and he's flash. normal speed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hilarious. That's how I feel right now. I'm gonna go make three LFRs when I get home. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna predict the outcome of the next three games. Yes, Jesse. We have two options. Okay. On what a unicorn is. Is a unicorn. Austin Matthews, yep. An overweight rhinoceros. Or mm. is it more like an elephant? Or is a rhinoceros more like an elephant and a unicorn at a one night stand? I I would say it's that one on account of a unicorn wouldn't be an overweight rhinoceros. No, a rhinoceros is an over... I said we have two We have two options for a rhinoceros. Sorry. Oh. Is a rhinoceros an overweight unicorn? Or is a rhinoceros an elephant and a unicorn... At a one-night stand? At a one-night stand. That one. That one. It looks... Yeah, it's about halfway. It's not a... Its horn isn't even in the right place. For a unicorn? Yeah. Mm. Like... Being overweight doesn't like cause things to like shift down your head. Like, I don't no. know. It could. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've never tried it. I've never gone. My goodness, my keratin deposits have shifted down my face. Do you want to know who uh, who wrote that comment on our Reddit? What their yeah. username is? Yes. Their username is pm underscore me underscore. Dirty underscore dangles. <laughs> <laughs> do they mean the player or do they mean them. Steve? Do they mean Block Steve? them. They're not allowed on the... PM <laughs> me, dirty dangles. It would be kind of funny to put together a compilation of, of, of just screen grabs of Steve looking sexy when he's not trying to. So, like, dangle out of context. So <laughs> There's already a Tumblr, Tumblr. Called, it's called Steve Dangle Out of Context, oh, I'm pretty sure. That'd be yeah. funny. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, out of context, some of the things they say are pretty wild. Um, this got four upvotes. Oh, Fnuff, wow. Fnuff is underrated throughout this suggestion. Mm -hmm. How would you guys feel about a possible return to Toronto for... D Dion Fnuff? Luke Shen. I believe that he no. could be a really good stabilizing force beside any of the Leafs' mobile LD, especially no. if Hainsey gets slower. Love the pod and look forward to the book, Steve. Hey, thank I you. Um, hey, I'm writing a book. Uh, listen, I I get where you're going. Uh, I was open to that idea in the summer. Um, Here's the thing. He's not where the league is going. He's slower than Ron Hainsey. Yeah, well, and also... <laughs> Maron. The, also, there's just... Like, let's say he is a decent third-pair guy. That's not the problem. The problem yeah. is... Their, uh, first pair, second yeah, pair, first and second pair. They need a guy. They need what like Lily Grin is expected to be soon, but not yet. <coughs> like they got they got third pairing guys waiting in the wings. Even Martin Marinson, you know, played that role admirably. I think Justin Hall could play that role admirably. There's a couple guys with the Marlies right now who I think can play that role admirably. Uh, they they need a Top four guy, not Luke Shen. And Luke Shen can't be that. 
I appreciate you trying. I appreciate the the effort. You're trying. You're using your imagination, which too many people forget. I think on hockey Twitter. What do you think about a trade involving this team and this player? Fucking stupid. No. Okay. <laughs> right off the bat, like that. We're not gonna try to finagle a couple things around. See if we can retain some salary. Maybe throw this guy in the deal. A couple picks. Mm-hmm. No, just fuck it. Right there, that quick. All right, sorry for offending you. <laughs> Is that it? Come on, there's got to be more. Come um, on. update from last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I asked the question: Is do we share a holiday with the states? Yes, we do. Today is Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, and in some cities, <laughs> as is it? Trex Twenty points out, in some cities they've changed it to Indigenous Peoples Day because Columbus was an asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, he started the whole slave trade thing. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't good. Yeah. Is that why Thanksgiving now, is this weekend? Now, was Columbus an asshole or, or were most European European countries assholes yeah, at that point? Let's not just put it's one not, guy it, it isn't just him. It was like the prevailing thought of the time. You know, outside of Columbus, things were all right. <laughs> Man, no. this, this Columbus no. was an outlier. No, it wasn't. In fact, it's they were all terrible. It's a shame Funny. he had to be the guy. They were no, even bad you know? to their own people. Like, yeah. it was literally like there were several families, and then everybody else got the shit end of the stick. I, I, so, I'm out of my depth here. Anyway. I, I don't know. Happy, happy, happy to you I, for celebrating. Happy, happy to you. I like to go through the Reddit, and I click things that say, Adam being wrong oh. is their headline. Do you guys remember when Adam went on a 30-minute rant about how stupid the L.A. Rams are? Now they're 4-0. You're absolutely right. And you know what? Jared, Jared Goff, Goff. Jared Goff looks phenomenal. I, I'll, I'll take the L on that one. I know that name. Mm-hmm. Someone also wrote, what a fantastic sample size. Well, um, that's one-fourth of the entire season. So it's a pretty big sample no, size. It's, it's, no, Four the Rams are a good start. And, and he's a big reason why they're great, too. Like, I mean, I, I just... But I have to tell you, at the time, and you... You know, you 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 get this from time to time. You make wrong predictions about people. No, never. At the time, <laughs> people were like, "Are are they insane?" Like they, the people in that draft looked at the quarterbacks that were available and said, "Wasn't it wasn't that Jameis Winston's draft too?" I believe it was. Where they thought none none of these guys are going to be like, and Jameis Winston was picked number one overall, and still hasn't fully. Like he's a, he's a starting quarterback, but I don't think he's had he's been okay. But Ryan Fitzpatrick almost took his job. Yeah, in four games. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like so, so sometimes they go, I don't see a I don't see a quarterback in this draft that could be dominant. And Tom Brady goes in the fourth round. You know what I mean? It's just uh, it, Jared Goff was the number one pick in that draft. Oh, he was the yeah, no, so it was Winston was two. Um, two, or was that the oh, that might be it was a the Carson draft. Wentz draft? So it was um, Goff Wentz in terms of QBs. And Carson Wentz is a player too. Yeah, yeah. Those are the top two picks. Yeah. So yeah, I was wrong. You're absolutely right. I I totally take the horns on that one, and that's why I am not an NFL GM. Weirdly, they would not hire me. I know it's strange to some people. I got I get you call uh, yourself an NHL expert. I I got the Connor from uh, from the Jets and the Connor from the uh, Steelers mixed up, and uh, because there's a Kyle Connor with the Jets, and I called the Steelers guy Kyle Connor instead. Um, I've been hearing about that for about three weeks. I think we can let that go now, guys. I, I did no, get that wrong. No. that's We were discussing, like, oh, man, we'll have to keep track of, of our predictions for Coach's Corner. Nope. No. No, we will not. Because if we're because, wrong. Because <laughs> if we're wrong, I think we will be made aware. And that's beautiful. Hey. We like it. I'm okay with it. Speaking of beautiful, 
The podcast is on Spotify. I was gonna guess that. Isn't that wonderful and beautiful and great? So, and it took Jesse how long to do? What do you mean? To to throw it on Spotify. Like one day they off. just decided we're not going to be difficult yeah, anymore. Yeah. So they opened up a beta for Spotify for podcasts. So that's where we submitted it, and it got accepted. So yeah, we're all good. Right now. Is that maybe why it's not working for some people? I've only seen two complaints. That they can't find our podcast on Spotify. Uh, it might just be a Canadian thing for now. Uh, I don't think so. I, uh, I don't know. Well, tweet us. Let if us, you, let yeah, us know. Let us know. Yeah, very American. Let us the, know. Uh, the Spotify podcast platform is still in beta, mm-hmm. so it might not be available everywhere. Yeah. So why is it so difficult? I I, I, the biggest thing hindering podcasting as an industry is the fact that Apple will not release the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to get the numbers from an alternate source. Um, and then the second biggest thing is access to them. Like, why does it take this long to get podcasting on Spotify? Mm. They, every time, well, it's, it's a so new funny. medium, Adam. It's it's so. And Spotify's focus has always been on music, so I don't blame them. Like, yeah, it, I it's guess. a new endeavor yeah. that they're doing. Yeah, I, but I mean, like, I guess my frustration has always been, um, you know, they allowed years ago stuff you should know and all the other big podcasts on Mm -hmm. it's like just let people get on like what if you're allowing them to get on just let us get on who cares you're just you're just getting more plays who cares you you for the people that are not paying the subscription fee it's more advertising for you yeah i don't know but we have it it drives me nuts yeah now we're there so you can find us on spotify just i search (sighs) steve dangle podcast and hit subscribe hit hit like if follow follow oh hit follow sorry and follow if you really like it and tell all your friends yes I have that committed to, like, muscle memory. I bet. So that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really like to tell all your friends. And, I don't know, something else. Not bad. Hey, subscribe to this YouTube channel. We never tell people to do that. Wait, ours? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.